Hi, and welcome to Better Than New, the podcast to help you find a cool used car, truck, or SUV at a price you'll love. I'm your host, Gary Crenshaw, and originally this was going to be an episode about the first-generation Acura TSX. It's a fun-to-drive, high-revving sports sedan that I think should be on your short list of cool cars. However, in my research for next week's episode about why you should do your winter tire shopping in July, I discovered that you might really want to do your winter tire shopping even earlier. I found some good deals out there that you might want to take part in, so I'll tell you about those in just a minute. In the meantime, hop in, buckle up, and let's go for a drive. Now let's assume you already have a cool car, truck, or SUV sitting in your driveway. And this vehicle is your daily driver. Let's also assume you live someplace where there are actually four distinct seasons. Spring, summer, fall, and winter. And let's assume that winter where you are means that when it snows, that snow sticks to the ground and piles up a few inches more often than just once or twice. Basically, for you, winter is a real thing. Or... Maybe you live in a place where winter snow is occasional, but a couple of times a week, you drive up to the mountains to go skiing or sledding or snowshoeing or whatever you like to do in the snowy backcountry. Assuming you fit into one of these two scenarios, your cool car, truck, or SUV would benefit greatly from a set of dedicated winter tires. Now, why do I say that? Well, your tires are the only thing that provide your vehicle's traction. Now think about that for a second. Now I hear from people all the time who say that, hey, I don't need winter tires because my car has all-wheel drive or four-wheel drive or quattro or traction control or a torque vectoring limited slip differential or some other mechanical device that's supposed to provide amazing goat-like traction handed down from the car gods. Look, to those people I say, sorry, ding-dong, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but none of those systems give you more traction. All they do is make the most of the traction available from, wait for it, your tires. That's right. Only your tires provide your vehicle with traction. It's those four little contact patches, a little bit bigger than the palm of your hand, where the rubber meets the road, that provide your car with traction. That's it. Now, when I'm talking about winter tires, I'm not just talking about tires that have the three mountain symbol with the snowflake. Have you ever seen that? And many people assume that's sort of the gold standard for winter tires, but it's really just a minimal standard. And there are dedicated winter tires that far exceed that minimum. Tires like Bridgestone's Blizzax, Michelin X-Ice, and Nokian Hakapolitas. I love saying that. Hakapolita. Anyway, tires like these are designed to provide exceptional traction and handling in snowy, icy, slushy conditions that far exceeds the limited winter traction of tires that barely meet the three mountain symbol minimums. Now, I'll get into which winter tires you should consider for your vehicle a little bit later, but right now, I want to get into why summer is the best time of year to get a deal on winter wheels and tires. Now, there are several reasons winter tires and the wheels to mount them on are cheaper during summer, but mostly it's a supply and demand thing. Even though some tire makers start releasing their newest winter tires in the summer, most people just aren't thinking about winter driving in summer. It's as simple as that. 
But if you start looking early, you can use this to your advantage and save a lot of money on your next winter wheel and tire purchase. My first recommendation, you should find a set of dedicated wheels for your winter tires. Now, people often tell me that getting a second set of wheels to mount their winter tires on is too expensive. But these are the same people who pay a tire shop to install their winter tires on their stock wheels each fall and then pay again each spring to swap back to their all-season or summer tires. And they do this twice a year over a three- to five-year period, depending on how many miles they put on their winter tires each season. Now, if you're familiar with the prices tire shops charge to mount and balance a set of tires on wheels, then you know that's going to be one expensive annual swap-out over the life of a typical set of winter tires. The average tire shop around here, it's at least $30 per wheel to mount and balance a tire. And that's on the cheap side. Times four wheels, that's $120. You do that twice a year, that's $240. Over three years, that's $720. That might be on the low end of the number of years that you use your winter tires. And if you manage to get five years out of them, it's going to be $1,200. And that doesn't include the time, the gas, and the hassle of scheduling and going to the tire store twice a year. But if you mount your winter tires on a second set of wheels, you will only do that once at the tire shop, saving a substantial sum of money. Now, even though your winter tires will be mounted on their own wheels, you will still have to remove your summer wheels and tires to put on the winter wheels and tires. But if you have a floor jack, you can swap out those winter wheels and tires yourself each fall and each spring. It's not that hard to do, and it saves you even more money. Plus, there's another benefit to doing that work yourself. When you have the wheel pulled off, you get to inspect the brake rotor, the amount of brake pad you have left. You can check for things like brake fluid leaks from the calipers. Maybe a suspension part is broken. You'll be able to see that or something's loose. Or in my case, I was able to see up into my engine compartment and I discovered one of my valve cover gaskets was leaking Fortunately, I discovered this with three days left on my car's warranty, so I was able to get it fixed for free. If I didn't do my own wheel swap outs, I never would have found the leak in time to have the work done under warranty, and it would have cost me a lot of money. Or worse, I would have done the work myself, which would suck on a basically new car at the time. So that's another reason why doing your own winter wheel swap is a good thing. Now, if you're buying into this idea of mounting your winter tires to a dedicated set of winter wheels, you're probably wondering, hey, Gary, where do I get the winter wheels from? Well, let me give you two general options. You can buy used wheels, which I recommend, or you can buy new wheels. For new stock or OEM, or what they call original equipment manufacturer wheels, depending on the age of your vehicle, you may be able to order them directly from the car manufacturer's local dealership. So, for example, if you have a 2010 Honda Accord, you just call up the dealership and say, hey, I need wheels for this. They'll ask you some general questions like, is it an EX or a DX or an EXL or whatever? And then once you narrow that down, you can order the wheels. But they're going to be expensive. In my experience, one wheel from a dealer will probably cost the same or more than an entire set of four good condition wheels that you might find on Craigslist or Facebook Marketplace. So for my money, I'd skip the dealer, and I'd go with used wheels. But if you just have to have new wheels, you might also try finding them on eBay. That's good for used, new, and reconditioned sort of like new wheels. But again, prices are going to be high for new wheels, 
But even used wheels get expensive once you add in the cost of shipping. Maybe you're in California and the seller is in Arkansas. Well, it costs a lot of money to ship a set of wheels across the country. So again, I personally would skip that option unless I was desperate. One other new wheel option is to order your wheels and the winter tires from an online retailer like TireRack.com. Now, I don't get paid by TireRack. They're not a sponsor, but I have been a customer of theirs for more than two decades, and I've bought several sets of summer and winter tires from them. And while I've never bought wheels from them, they do have a large selection of what are called aftermarket wheels. They do come in original equipment sizes and offsets that should meet the needs of most buyers, so this is an option. But my only holdback is that you're buying a set of brand new wheels to then use in the harshest conditions. Snow, ice, slush, not to mention salt and other ice-melting chemicals that cities use to keep their roads clear. Subjecting new wheels to that seems like a waste of money to me. You're just going to make them look ugly really quickly. So, again, that's why I recommend you skip the new wheels and only buy used wheels for your winter tires. And to find those stock used wheels, I would begin searching my local Craigslist. You might also want to search Facebook Marketplace or OfferUp or whatever, but I would start with Craigslist. Now, you might get lucky and find a set of matching used wheels the first time you look, but typically it takes time, sometimes weeks, sometimes a month or two, to find a decent set of stock wheels for a reasonable price on Craigslist. That's another reason you want to start early and start in the summer for your winter wheels. So to help you be as creative in your wheel search as possible, I'm going to give you three examples of how I found used wheels for some of my current and former cars, and I found them all at a decent price. So the first car is a 2005 Honda Pilot. When we bought our Pilot used during the summer of, I think it was 2007, I needed to get a set of dedicated winter wheels and tires for the coming winter ski season. Because the car was relatively new at the time, that version of the Pilot I think came out in 2003, uh, used wheel prices were high and availability was low. So in the long run, I ended up taking a more creative approach to my wheel purchase. After searching all summer and fall for wheels, I really just kind of gave up on trying to find a second set of stock wheels on Craigslist. And instead, I bought a set of new Bridgestone Blizzak studless winter tires to mount on the original 16-inch wheels. The original tires still had a decent amount of tread left, so I sold those on Craigslist to another pilot owner. But in the meantime, I continued to look over the winter for another set of matching stock Honda Pilot wheels in that 16-inch wheel size. When that didn't work out by early spring, I instead decided to look for wheels that fit the pilot's brother from another mother, the Acura MDX. Now, if you know what the MDX is, you know that they're built on the same platform as the Pilot. And it didn't take me long to find a set of like-new Acura MDX wheels in a larger, a 1-inch larger, 17-inch diameter for a really reasonable 350 bucks. I did a little research and discovered that the lug pattern and the wheel offset would work great on the Pilot because, again, it's basically the same platform as the MDX. So I purchased those wheels, and then I purchased a new set of tires with a slightly shorter, stiffer sidewall to match the circumference of the Pilot's stock 16-inch wheels to keep the vehicle's overall gearing the same. The result? I ended up with a great-looking set of wheels that offered a little bit better handling 
and they even came with the TPMS, or Tire Pressure Monitoring System, sensors so I could continue to monitor tire pressure inside the vehicle. It was a win-win. It was great. So that's example one. Example number two is a 2008 Audi S4 Avant, or wagon. So for this particular car, I went in the opposite direction. This car came with an 18-inch wheel set with tires in a 235-40-18 size. But the 18-inch wheels were really hard to find used, and they were really expensive when you did find them. So again, I had to get creative, and I pivoted to the more plentiful 17-inch wheels from the mostly identical Audi A4 wagon. The brake rotors on the S4 have a larger diameter, but they still fit inside the 17-inch wheels, so that was fine. And within one day of searching, I found a set for $250 with lug nut covers in good condition that were straight. They were really nice. After that, I bought a set of Bridgestone Blizzak winter tires in a 235-45-17 size to mount on the new wheels. Also, keep in mind that the 17-inch tires were actually cheaper than the 18-inch winter tires, and the slightly taller sidewall helps protect the wheel if you hit a hidden pothole or some other thing you can't see when driving in snow. So they actually were a better tire for snow driving. So that turned out to be a plus. Now, the third example is a second-generation Toyota Highlander Limited. This is the 2008 through 2013 Highlander. So trying to find a set of decent matching limited model wheels in the 19-inch size was almost impossible. And for three months, I kept track of the same four sets of overpriced wheels. One guy was asking like $1,200 for a clean set. Another was asking $750. A third person was asking $550. And I decided that my budget was going to be 400 bucks. Now, maybe that's a little bit unreasonable, but hey, I'm cheap, so, you know, there's that. Anyway, there was one other set for $500, but that guy was on the southern Oregon coast, and I was up near Seattle, so it was a no-go buffalo kind of situation. I was not going to drive six, six and a half hours to get a set of wheels. It wasn't going to happen. Anyway, so I kept watching this stuff for months. One month goes by, two months, and then three months later, $1,200 guy was still at $1,200. Go figure. Mr. $750 was now at $550, and Mr. $550 was holding steady at $550. However, Southern Oregon Coast guy had been lowering his price every week or two and was now down to 300 bucks. So I thought, you know what, I'm just going to call this guy. So I call him up, I tell him, look, I'm in Seattle, but I have business in Portland, do you have any plans in the next week or two to be that far north? And of course, he said no, but he said, hey, I will be passing through Eugene the following weekend. Now, Eugene's about an hour and a half south of Portland, about 90 minutes. I got nothing to lose, so I figured I'm going to offer this guy 250 to meet up in Eugene. I do it. He says yes. So, hey, game on. Now, it was further south from our planned trip to Portland, but my wife and I just made a little tour out of it, and we got virtually brand new wheels for less than half the cost of the next closest price set. And really, sometimes all it takes is a little creativity and flexibility, and you'll find the perfect set of used wheels. It's not that hard. It just takes some time and some effort. So you can do it. Now, with all this talk about buying a set of used OEM wheels for your winter tires, you might be thinking, Hey, should I buy used tires, too? Well, that's actually a good question, and I'm going to answer it with one word. Maybe. So one thing to keep in mind about tires is that they have a shelf life. 
Most tire makers say that after six years, tires should be inspected, and after 10 years, tires should definitely be replaced. This is just about every manufacturer is going to tell you this. Some will even say replace them after six years. It's going to be like tires for your Porsche, okay? And that's even if they haven't been used. That's because rubber breaks down over time with exposure to things like ozone and UV rays, along with the normal heating and cooling cycles that take place where most people store their tires, the garage. These things aren't conducive to keeping tires fresh for a long time. Now, ideally, when you buy a set of tires, you would use them up within the first six years from the date they're made. You know, if you're driving 10,000 miles a year, that's 60,000 miles. They're going to be worn out even before that. Now, if you don't drive that much after six years, well, their best years are behind them. They're going to be okay in year seven, year eight. But, you know, once you get out to nine or ten, they're not that great. Now, you might look at them and think, well, they look fine. But a tire maker will tell you they're kind of done. Now, you may have noticed that when I mentioned dates, I said from the date they were made, not the date they were purchased. And just because you bought the tires in, say, June of 2022, that doesn't mean they were made in June of 2022. They could have been sitting in a warehouse for several months, maybe longer, before they actually got to you. So how can you determine the build date? Well, I'll link to this in the show notes, but according to TireRack.com's website, the week and year a tire was produced has been provided by the last four digits of what they call the tire identification number. It's a thing that's stamped on the side of the tire with the first two digits of that four-digit number identifying the week that the tire was made and the last two digits indicating the year. So, for example, if the last four digits are 2612... 2612. That means that that tire was made in the 26th week of 2012. With 52 weeks in a year, that puts the build date around early July of 2012. And since tire makers say that a 10-year-old tire should be replaced, this one is now past its freshness date. You don't want to buy it. You want to get rid of it. So back to the question of should you buy used winter tires? As I said, for me, the answer is maybe, and that really depends on the wear and age of the tire. So to illustrate the point, I'm going to tell you about another experience I had buying tires for a Honda Pilot. I needed a second set of winter tires. We had the car that long, and I liked the performance of the Blizzak DMV2s we had on the car previously. I priced a set of new ones from TireRack.com, but decided to check Craigslist to see if I might get lucky and find something used. And I did. I found a set that was about an hour's drive away. So I called the seller. The seller said that he bought them new the previous year. He used them maybe 500 miles and he had totaled the vehicle so he no longer needed the snow tires. Doing my due diligence, I had him send me a picture of the tire identification number. And sure enough, they were only a year old, actually a little bit less than a year. And the tread photos, they looked like they were brand new. Now, he was firm on his $300 price, but new tires were priced at about $600 at the time, before tax. So I just said, you know what, I'm making the drive. I ended up buying a depth gauge to double-check the tread depth, and they had virtually zero wear. I also checked them for any other issues, like you want to check for punctures, sidewall damage, you know, cracks or any of that sort of stuff. But they were, as the guy said in the ad, like new. So I got lucky. You know, and sometimes you can get lucky and you can find something like that. It's worth checking anyway. 
But if the used tire option doesn't work out, then you're going to move on to getting yourself a set of new winter tires. So how do you get the best deal on new winter tires in summer? Starting in summertime, tire makers begin making their new batch of winter-specific tires, and they begin shipping them to warehouses in preparation to sell them to the general public. What also happens is that any leftover winter tires from the year before get heavily discounted so they can sell those old tires first. And lucky buyers who begin their search early enough in the summer and find a set of these year-old tires that are still in good shape can save a substantial amount of money while still getting a virtually new winter tire with a full warranty from the manufacturer. Think of this sort of like the previous used tire scenario I described to you without the tires ever being mounted on a wheel or ever being used. Sure, they're a year old based on the build date, but they've been stored properly in a temperature-controlled warehouse, so they're still virtually new. Now, the only big difference might be is if the tire maker is coming out with some updated replacement winter tire that's changed in terms of the rubber compound or the tread design or some other performance parameter that would be better than the previous year's tires. It's possible the new tire might be a lot better, but in my experience, tire improvements tend to be incremental. So if last year's tire was highly rated and performed well in testing, then it's still a great option. Now, as a test, I decided to check the current winter tire prices for my Audi. And as I mentioned, I bought the 17-inch wheels for an A4 sedan, and the tire size is a 235-45-17. Now, a quick check of Tire Rack showed that they had 11 of those left over from last year in the Michelin X-Ice XI3 winter tire. This is a really good quality studless winter tire. And the price per tire was $168.96, or $675.84 for an entire set of four. These tires were consumer-recommended, highly rated in TireRack.com's independent testing. So, again, a great tire. Now, the new Michelin XI Snow, which is a newer version of the XI Winter Tire, is $247.25 per tire or $989 for a set of four. That's a difference of $313.16. That's a big difference. That's a discount of more than 46%. Now, if I needed tires, I would have already made this purchase because that's a great deal. Now, it doesn't always work out that you can find year-old but still brand-new tires from Tire Rack or another online retailer or even your local tire store. But if you start looking early enough in summer for your winter tires you might get lucky and find a set. Now, the other reason summer and even early fall is a great time to find a set of new winter tires, or any tires for that matter, is that tire makers typically have some sort of promotion going on that provides you with additional incentives to buy. Typically, this is in the form of a rebate. In the case of the tires that I just mentioned, Michelin is currently offering a $70 rebate, and it comes in the form of a prepaid Visa card. Now, you have to fill out some paperwork, include the receipt, and then mail the whole thing into Michelin to get your card, and it shows up in about six weeks. It takes a little bit of time, but it does work. I know this because I've done it several times when purchasing sets of tires online, and that rebate money comes in handy when you need to pay the local tire shop to mount your new tires on your existing wheels. You just have to wait a few weeks to get the card before doing that, or do it first and pay yourself back, you know. Go out for drinks with friends, whatever. Whatever you want to do with that 70 bucks, sometimes it's 80 bucks, sometimes it's 60. Spend a little time, fill out the paperwork, do the rebate. It's simple. 
So if I've convinced you to start looking for winter tires for your vehicle now, during summer, you may be thinking, which tire should I get? Honestly, it depends on your vehicle. But I can tell you from my own experience that the latest studless winter tires from major manufacturers, and these are going to be tires like Bridgestone's Blizzak, Michelin Axe, Continental Viking Contact 7, Nokian's Hakapolita, the ones I mentioned earlier, the fun name to pronounce, Toyo Observe, Yokohama Ice Guard. These are all great options, and the studless versions tend to be the best option for most people. Now, when I say studless, I'm talking about tires that don't have metal studs inserted into pre-molded holes in the tire tread surface. Instead, studless tires rely on a combination of tread design, siping, and rubber compound that stays soft when it's cold rather than getting hard to create a tire friction surface that performs significantly better than an all-season tire on snow and ice. This allows you to brake in a shorter distance, corner confidently, and accelerate away from a stoplight when others just sit and spin their tires in the intersection. Now, if you haven't used a set of dedicated winter tires like these, your mind is going to be blown. In fact, consider it pre-blown right now. And to illustrate the difference, you know, I can't really do that here in a podcast, but I will include some links to videos in the show notes that dramatically demonstrate how much more effective studless winter tires can be compared to the typical all-season or summer tire. So check those out if you have time. Also, be sure to buy your winter tires in a full set of four. Don't go with two tires on the drive wheels or you're just going to spin around and drive off the road. The difference in traction between studless winter tires and the typical all-season tire is really that big, and you don't want to run on mismatched tires between the front and rear of the car. It will spin off the road. So don't do that. Buy a set of four. Okay, so hopefully I've convinced you that summer really is the best time to start looking for winter tires, or at least consider looking. And if you do end up buying your winter tires now, when the snow does start to fall where you are, you're going to be way ahead of everyone else because your cool used car, truck, or SUV will have the traction you need to keep it safely on the road. And with that, thanks for joining me for this episode of Better Than New. And be sure to check out our next episode for a closer look at the first-generation Acura TSX, a four-door sports sedan that offers buyers affordable driving fun with its excellent handling, a high-revving Honda VTEC four-cylinder engine, and decent fuel economy. Hey, sounds like my kind of cool car. Well, thanks for listening. And until next time, I'm Gary Crenshaw. This is Better Than New, and I'm really glad you came along for the ride.